When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. About 1,800 organic farmers and people interested in organics will get together in February for the annual Organic Farming Conference. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. This annual event is celebrating its 35th anniversary. Marble Seed is hosting the conference. Executive Director Lori Stern says the fact that Wisconsin hosts the largest organic gathering in the nation is a testament to the state's vibrant organic industry. Yeah, I think that a lot of people don't realize that we are actually second in the country for organic farms, Um, second to California, which is a lot bigger than we are. So I think it really does speak to the leadership that we take uh, in the Midwest here and in Wisconsin specifically, particularly in the Driftless region, in leading in organic, which is really exciting. And it's something that I always have to remind myself when I go to other places around the country and I can't help but, you know, go to oh, there's a farmer's market here or there, and I'm always surprised at how few organic vendors there are. And then, oh, yeah, that's right. It's because I get to live where organic is so prevalent, which is really great. What are the key themes that this year's organic conference is going to pick up? Well, I think we really wanted to lean into kind of the then and now, because it's 35 years, and how a lot of the issues then, when the organic label that we all have become so familiar with first became a national standard, that little green and white USDA organic. Back then, in 30, in 30, 35 years ago, farmers are really wondering, well, how do I certify? What are the standards? And those, those interests are still with us today. And we are now kind of facing huge consumer demand for organic. And what does that mean for us as kind of small to medium-sized farms, which continue to be who's in the marble seed community? Are the smaller farmers, the more local farmers, what does that mean in the face of kind of this rising consumer demand and our own success? So this kind of idea that we're, you know, still very deeply connected to those beginning organic farmers and then looking forward to where is our food and going to come from in the future and what is our farming system going to look like in the future? So we have the, the theme this year is roots to rhizomes. So just kind of that thinking about how deeply connected and important soil is to organic agriculture and building healthy soils and building those connections and the microbiome of the soil and the connection between farmers and eaters and researchers and all of that. And that happens in the convening in La Crosse. Remind us of the dates of the meeting, the location, and uh, where people can register. So we are convening February 22nd through the 24th in La Crosse, Wisconsin at the La Crosse Convention Center. You can uh, register at our website, marbleseed.org, and just click on events and it'll take you to registration. We're really excited this year, too. I mean, we started as an organization very much by farmers. And so this idea of farmer self-organizing is absolutely critical to our organization's history and I think our future. And so we're going to offer this year a lot of opportunities for farmers to really network and learn from each other because I think that's the value of the conference. I know that for a lot of folks, like once I keep hearing from farmers, you know, when we were farm dreaming, we needed to get to all those workshops that were more formal. But once we started farming, we just wanted to kind of meet with our friends, have really vibrant hallway conversations and do that networking and learn from each other. And so we're providing lots of space in the conference this year for that to happen from our exhibit hall 
to more um, structured, facilitated opportunities for farmers to share information with each other. So we're really excited about that, too. Lori, what else happens at this conference aside from the learning uh, aspect? Is there any um, business that gets done, any policy coordination that happens? Absolutely, because we our conference is kind of unique in that it's all production methods. And so we have a lot of cross-cutting content that would be uh, useful to any any production method, from a dairy farmer to a broadacre farmer to somebody who's doing specialty crops or fruit growing. So we try to have something for everyone there in terms of production, but then also what are those issues around farm viability, farmer wellness, some of the policy things that you mentioned, all of those are also at the conference. Um, in the exhibit hall, we have lots of folks that can, you know, from folks that can give information on office hours around financial issues, organic certification. I mean, farmers can find lots of resources. USDA is typically there. Our State Department of Agriculture is there. So farmers can get that kind of one-on-one um, information as well through our exhibit hall and our office hours. So there's that available. And then this year is kind of interesting. You know, we went into planning the conference. We were in the midst of a farm bill year, assuming we'd have a farm bill in the fall. So we just, it was really tricky to try and figure out how much policy we were going to need to have. But of course, now that farm bill process has become more of a marathon than a sprint. And we're still very much in the thick of having those conversations about what is in the next farm bill. So folks will be there from National Organic Coalition, the Organic Farmers Association, um, folks that kind of advocate with and for farmers. And we do some of that work as well. So that's definitely going to be part of the conference. What's your favorite part about the Organic Farming Conference, Lori? What, what do you hope to get out of it this year? First of all, I think just the energy in the building, it's like the building vibrates. And I think we're seeing a lot of what is going to be the next generation of organic farmers. And that is super exciting. You know, everywhere you hear about how farmers across production uh, methods are aging. So we we tend to try to figure out, like, how do we get the next generation of farmers on the land? And they're at the conference. We've got those older farmers that are thinking about land transition, thinking about how they're land will be stewarded in the future organically. And then we've got these young farmers full of energy and ready to kind of take this on, super excited about our food system, excited about thinking about how to make our food system more just and fair for farm workers and landowners and eaters and across the span. So I feel like part of it is just being in that building and feeling that energy because it does. It just feels like it's vibrating sometimes. And then there's always great content and things that you can learn and then have the opportunity to have conversations with those folks that are presenting information. And again, Marvel Seed is celebrating 35 years of getting together for the Organic Farming Conference. Lori, walk us through some of the highlights of this anniversary year and maybe what's coming down the pipeline that Marvel Seed is especially looking forward to as they hopefully continue for another 35 years. We have a program that's part of the National Organic Program's Transition to Organic Partnership, and we are one of the workshops on Thursday. It's free to farmers that are interested in transitioning to organic. For folks that are considering organic, this is an amazing time right now in the history of organic to make that transition. There's a lot of support from our organization, from other organizations across the country and enabling farmers to kind of fund that transition because we know it's hard. There's funding for mentorship, technical assistance, and all that that we're a part of. And then there's also funding 
for the farmers that are making the transition to support them in doing that. And so it's really exciting. And we do have a workshop on Thursday that's specifically, it's Help Wanted Organic Farmers, and it's specifically for farmers interested in transition. Can you speak more to the the interest from like USDA and the state level to fund some of this transition? Why are we seeing this push? Part of the reason that we're seeing this push is because there's huge demand for organic um, from consumers. And right now we have to rely on a lot of import. So if we just think about national, the National Organic Program actually sits in the Ag Marketing Service which in, within USDA. So, you know, they're recognizing, we think about like integrity and organics and some of the fraud and the grain coming in, there's interest in being able to produce more domestically. So I'm just going to say that, that there's definitely a market and there's a rising market for organic in not just grains, but in all things. And we are really importing a lot of it. So it would be great to get more domestic production. I know that there's a lot of concern in, um, and I see articles all the time about herbicide resistance. A lot of the chemicals that farmers are utilizing that are non-organic are no longer working. And so needing to work with the environment is becoming increasingly important, particularly as climate is changing to be able to adapt. And organic farmers are just incredibly good at that. And then for all of those reasons, then we also have investment on the other side, which everybody knows it's like you need to, it's a three-year plan. It's a different way of farming. There's a lot to learn there's conservation funding available for farmers who are making that transition. So there's new organic management standards through conservation that farmers can access for that time and transition. And that's the other way that they're supporting organic farmers. So not only with education and mentorship on one side, but then also those that are transitioning are going to be able to access conservation programs that will support them in making that three-year transition. Lori Stern speaking to some of the new elements in this year's Organic Farming Conference. Lori is the executive director of Marble Seed, which is hosting the event in La Crosse. It's happening February 22nd through the 24th. They're celebrating their 35th year. You can find the conference agenda at marbleseed.org. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.